Welcome to your episode of It's Not That Bad Podcast. I am Fern here with Dom. Hey there, everybody. How are you? So, uh, continuing kind of what we were talking about yes, last week, about cable and just things popping up. Ooh. What happened to pop up was Little Miss Sunshine. Oh. And I was like, you know what? I haven't seen that movie in a really long time. So I put it on, and I was like, man, this is like one of the best movies ever made. Little Miss Sunshine? Yeah, and I was thinking, everyone in it, it's because it literally is an ensemble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone in it is so, so good. It's crazy because it feels like, like, I don't know, it doesn't feel like it was that long ago, but I remember. That was what, 2006, 2007? Uh, yeah, because I was in high school mm-hmm. and I remember Angela got it. And then um, we were supposed to do something in the second room, and we ended up watching the whole thing. <laughs> but uh, but no, but I was like, man, how did they not all win, like, all the awards? Um, yeah, no, that is a really good movie, and you're right. The ensemble, like, just, like, from, like, Alan Arkin, just, like, the, as a grandpa, and then, like, uh, even, like, Tony Collette, like, does a really good job, and, like... It's also like a shame that she wasn't nominated last year for um, Hereditary. Well, yeah, because that was like the main thing. I was thinking like everyone when when Hereditary came out, a lot of people who were fans of it were saying like this is like a career defining moment. This is like one of her best performances ever. Mm. But then I watched that. I'm like, this might be one of her best performances ever. Yeah, it's it's so goddamn entertaining, and it's so funny. And all the way through, you're just like so into the story. I I don't know. It just maybe I take it for granted because it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, a little Miss Sunshine, of course, of course, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah a little Miss Sunshine, yeah, 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 whatever. But man, it's just like every single part of that movie was so great. It it feels like a movie like that, like we could come up with where we could film. Yeah, like I said, it's just one of those movies where you kind of, you, you like it, and you remember it, and you just put it in like, yeah, of course I like that movie. Well, it, it but, came out, you know. It came out during that time, because I was, I was reading an article about um, TV shows, like, that should have, like, cut out early or whatever, like, they should have stopped. And some of, the, and some of them were, like, um, like, heroes or whatever, right? And... Th- like so this was TV and film at that time they got affected the next year by the the writers strike but you could kind of start feeling that and remember in 2006 you could start feeling that cuz i feel like a lot of indie movies were nominated during that period of like the the late 2000s where like that's when no no country for old women old women <laughs> no country for old men uh ended up winning for best picture and like that, I was thinking about that because I was like, I think a, a while ago, like people were concerned about another writer strike, and I was like, yeah, but we actually like had to go through a writer strike. Remember, a bunch yeah. of TV shows got like canceled, a bunch of movies got canceled because like all the writers were just like, no, we 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 gotta go. Yeah, I remember that. It was like you could legit feel it. Yeah, that was the crazy part. And like you know, sometimes you hear these things. It's like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. But it was like. 
Yeah, you're right. They literally destroyed heroes. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> se- season two had to be cut down because of it. Um, I know you're going to be eye-rolling, but Lost season four, same thing. Like, the whole, like that whole season got cut in half because of it. Yeah, it, it's, I don't know, it's just crazy to kind of, I mean, it's been a long time. Talk about nostalgia. Everyone's talking about nostalgia and all that stuff, but it's like, well, it's because some of that stuff was really good, you know? Yeah. Like, like you said, No Country for Old Man. I mean, that's still one of my favorite oh, movies yeah. of all time. That's that's such a like good I remember. Like I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it since like a little after it came out, mm. I think. And then, um, oh, no, I think I saw it like a few years ago. I can't remember, but it was a long time. And I was like, it came on Netflix. I was like, oh, I'll watch that. And I watched it. And I'm like. God man, that movie's so goddamn yeah, good. It's it's a solid movie and I love that the Coen brothers like it it just it just it's crazy that like what I love that they are able to take like a a story that like isn't conventional and like people like like it. And like that's something that I really like is that a lot of people complain when things are like, Oh well that that doesn't have a three act structure or that didn't have like an ending or this and that. It's like yeah, but see like this but th- tell me that's not a good movie. Right? Like they did a great job with that movie. <laughs> Your teacher's like, Well, you see, if I were to do the movie, yeah. this is what I would do. Well, I and that's like, what's yeah, funny too. But that's yeah. why you're teaching. Me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's like, yeah, because it's like, if, if they would have done it, it would have had, uh, what, seven sequences, and there would have been a main character, and there would have been an ending where it was, like, probably a happy ending, and it's like, no. Instead, we get Tommy Lee Jones just sitting there talking about a dream he had. <laughs> That's actually a funny story. That wasn't part of the movie. Oh. That was just him on break. Mm-hmm. And they were just rolling, and, like, the Con brothers just sitting there like... You want to end it like that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the fucking news. James Gunn just recently uh, revealed the full cast list for the Suicide Squad. The not sequel, not r- remake, the not not cool. I don't know. It's it's a it's 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 a it's a movie in the the universe. Has the same characters, but it's not a sequel, but it's not a remake. It's I don't know. I have no idea what kind of movie this is, but it, it is like jam packed, like with so many stars. Because like Pete Davidson, yeah, and John and, Cena, and, and Flula Borg, Borg, yeah, and Sean Gunn, yeah. Like it's gonna be so packed, and like it's gonna be great. I hear because because. You know, any movie that has that many stars in it is a great movie. Uh, the well, list, I mean, to be honest, the list seems cool. Yeah. Like I said, there's, a, there's some really cool people in there. It's like, fuck yeah. They said that they, people originally thought Michael Rooker was going to be King Shark, and I was like, that would have been awesome. But it turns out someone else is going to be him. I was like, that, what? That... Pete Davidson. Oh, my God. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I wonder who Taika Waititi is going to be. Yeah, because a lot of people are speculating because it's like, well, 
no one knows exactly who's doing what well, yet. Yeah, because the only people we really know is Margot Robbie. The, yeah, the because, people that are coming back. Yeah, well, no, co- not coming back because there's no... Oh, that wasn't the first one. This isn't a sequel. Um, Yeah, if I'm being honest, the list is pretty cool. Yeah. And, and, and obviously, you know, it's James Gunn, so you're expecting at least something exciting. Yeah. But I mean, it's the only thing that really, really is making me like, ugh... Is the fact that it's still like a DC universe thing, and I I just like I don't know I can't I can't fully like trust in what they're doing anymore when they kind of I don't know I feel like they fumbled this whole time mm. and then they started getting a leg up and then they're like no 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 we we know what we're doing like the whole the Birds of Prey thing I think really took me back because I didn't give a shit about that movie yeah. But when you said that people were like, oh, it was so amazing, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, so that means that obviously they're doing a fan service where people are, are caring enough where they're like, this is amazing. Um, which is kind of, I mean, it's like 50-50 because it is yeah, DC but, fan base. Yeah, but, but did you see now fans are mad at that because Black Mask isn't going to be wearing a mask the whole movie? Yeah, but um, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> still, like it was positive reviews yeah, yeah, and all this yeah. stuff. And then the fact that you know, uh, the DC Entertainment or whatever had to step in, or Warner Brothers or whatever had to step in, and we're like, um, actually, we're gonna fix this movie. And everyone's like, no, 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 there's nothing to fix. You obviously didn't see the same movie we did. <laughs> uh, so that's the only thing that makes me feel like I'll, I'll wait because as much as I, I like the, the cast and as much as I like James Gunn and uh, you know, I'm excited to see because, like I've said, and we've said on this podcast a million times before, is that technically Suicide Squad was entertaining, yeah. but it wasn't a good movie. Yeah, and so I'm I'm pretty sure this movie could be entertaining, but I just don't want to go in there and be like, oh fucking really this, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, and that's what I feel like is gonna happen. Yeah. So that's why I'm I'm still like. I'm not at it, I'm not like as excited as like yeah 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 like the dune like when when you gave me the dune list it's like damn that's gonna be tight man I can't wait to see what they're gonna do there this is more of like yeah that's cool I yeah I definitely. yeah and you're kind of still I like mean, I can't wait to see what they're gonna do because it's more of a question rather than with <laughs> with dune because you know that Denny's with you is gonna give you something good yeah where it's like. James Gunn gives you good, but like, but it, but it's it's under the umbrella. That, of that, that's the thing. And, you know, it's right. it's under this umbrella that we've seen before with like pretty good directors, and like it, they still kind of give you something that you're like could have been a little bit better, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and uh, this is all coming out before Joker, which is technically still under the same umbrella of mm-hmm. you know DC and Warner Brothers, but. I feel like with that movie, it always had a leg up yeah. over the other movies because they wanted it to be so different. Yeah. And that's what really upset me, too, when you said that there was a possibility of it mixing. I'm like, no, fuck no, just leave it. Please, just leave it. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and honestly, it seems like it might have benefited from that yeah. because a lot of people are, 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 are um are um, reviewing it early and saying, like, oh, it's amazing and blah, blah, blah. And, and, like, and the news that I hear about um, the Batman movie is that it's going to be an adaption of The Long Halloween, 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Which I think that benefits from, like, having... See, what I think will benefit that movie is, like, you just... You get the rogues gallery out of the way. Because in that in that storyline, you see his whole... Basically, his whole rogues gallery. So we have to sit there and cast everyone. So it's not going to be, a like, a, oh, who could play this later? Or who could play that later? It's like, no, you kind of have to cast it now. Yeah. So there's a... a a light coming over the mountain uh-huh. and we're waiting for that giant sun to shine but there's also some clouds in the sky that mm. might block it yeah. so right now we're just waiting to see like hey should we wear shorts or do we need a sweater Who yeah knows? Exactly. i think that's kind of what it is mm. which sucks but you know i mean it's it's kind of what we're used to by now so nbc has announced that it has its own streaming service. Yeah, Cock, right? The the Peacock. Yeah, that's what I said. It, the the P E A. That's that's all. That's all silent, right? I think it makes a C sound like just like cock. Yeah, there you go. Which to me is just like well, we already have HBO, right? We already had Warner doing what is it? Warner Media or whatever it was called. And then Apple, obviously, but it's like, okay, so now it's going to be like, who's next? Is it going to be, oh, AMC's turning their AMC app into um, the AMC TV, you know what I mean? Where it's like... Don't give them ideas, don't Oh, my God. It's like, in there, it's like so you can watch the exclusive third um, tie into The Walking Dead, because that's all they have is The Walking Dead. They actually do have a third one coming. Oh out. my god! Really? What's yeah, it called? It's, I don't know. I think it's like a it's like a female based one. So since we're gonna start just talking about streaming again, Netflix paid like all this fucking money for like Seinfeld, right? Yeah, and it's that. like, and then I think didn't didn't HBO do that for Friends or something? Or no, was um, that um, Big Bang is doing a thing where it's undisclosed, but. Allegedly, it's the biggest payout for a TV show like that. Oh, so, on HBO Max. So some people are, are assuming that it is a billion dollars. Are you fucking kidding? Because Just of, to stream. Because Seinfeld, I think, is $500 million Yeah. for five years. And some people are saying, like, it's probably close to a billion, if not a billion. You can go on... You- like you can go on the TV and watch that stuff. This, at this any exactly, time. I, that's exactly what I said. I said this when they're talking about Friends, and I was like, "Yeah, but you could just turn on, uh, like you could turn on TBS any time of day, and most likely you're gonna turn on with Friends or something." Yeah, because they they literally have hours and hours of just Friends. Yeah, um, same thing with Big Bang Theory. You could turn on almost yeah. any other TV because that that show is um. That show is so syndicated now. Like it's li- it's literally on so many different channels. Yeah, and like I said, you could turn on regular TV, you could turn on cable, multiple channels on cable. Yeah. So, uh, like, but the thing is, why sell the rights when you're trying to build your cha- your like streaming services? And see, and that's when I don't get. That's when I get upset because like people complain that Netflix turns out these movies, right? And they're always like, "Oh, and poor quality and this and that, blah blah." blah. But it's like, yeah, but besides them trying to get Seinfeld, it's like, but at least they're trying to make their own content. Like Hulu, they're trying to make. The, they're trying to do it. They're not trying to be as like. Yeah, they kind of started that way, but like, 
like wouldn't that be more into, wouldn't it be more enticing to be like hey we got a new show for you on HBO Max sure it's not big bang theory but it's called um the theory of the big the bigger bang and it's a sequel series <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i mean like that's what i said with amazon is that Amazon was doing that quietly for yeah. years before I even paid attention. Like mm. to me, I just knew Amazon as like, yeah, I guess they have a streaming service. And then like then they started, you know, they did like uh Manchester by the Sea and stuff. And yeah. it's like, oh, they're doing, you know, and then it was uh what what was that? Marvelous Miss Maisel mm. and stuff. And I was like, Yeah, so I checked it out and it's like, oh shit, they actually have a lot of original content. And they do a lot of like uh, Amazon Prime only stream stuff. And what I think is funny too is that they were quietly winning like a bunch of awards too up until then because I think Mozart in the Jungle, which I'm 100% sure no one's ever heard of, um, that won a bunch of Emmys and it's like that was on there for I think a few years. I think I don't know. I've never watched it. I just know it won and I was like, what the hell is Mozart in the Jungle? Yeah. I, I mean, they're trying. They're like Netflix, they're trying. And I get that, you know, stuff like NBC and CBS, they do have a rich history and they can do a lot of stuff on there. So it's like, oh, you can watch all of uh, the Twilight Zone or, you know, whatever. Mm. Or, oh, yeah, remember Murphy Brown? Yeah. Yeah. Or you watch all the original Murphy Brown. Mm. But when, but when like you're your huge sellers like your friends and your uh Seinfelds are being pimped out. <laughs> it's like then why do you want people to buy your app? You know what I mean? Like yeah. I like if I yeah. were to buy a CBS app, I'd want everything ever on CBS on there. But you know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it and uh when you're trying to sell these streaming services to people, that's kind of your you know your draw it's yeah i mean imagine if uh if hbo was trying to sell their hbo go app or hbo now yeah if they were trying to sell it when game of thrones is on there and they're like no 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 game of thrones is only on uh, our cable tv shows mm. it's not on any streaming mm. it's like okay then i don't want to pay for this which see that's that's why i think even though i don't like though that it's like behind a paywall but CBS has the right idea where it's like you can watch anything on from CBS on our CBS even all these exclusive things you, you got to pay for it but at least they're they're like they're not like yeah where they're like buying out other but see then it's like wasn't Big Bang Theory on CBS yeah so it's like so is that not on there well the Big Bang Theory thing is even crazier because Netflix has uh, all streaming rights so okay. no matter where. Big Bang Theory, it's only in the U.S. So other countries, they can still sell those rights. So it's making a shit ton of Jesus money. Jesus Christ. I mean, I get it. You're trying to make money no matter yeah. what. But the fact that you're doing these streaming services and then you're telling me, wait, so one of your biggest shows of all time is going to be on your streaming service? How does that work out? Well, at least we still have Young Sheldon. Like I, like I think we've said a million times before, this is just the beginning. So really, we don't know exactly how all of this is going to come out. I mean, for really, for the longest time, we've only been dealing with Netflix and Hulu. 
And then barely, I barely started using Amazon Prime because I realized that I had it. Yeah. And now that it's really expanding, it's going to be interesting to see where we are like two, three years from now. But I don't necessarily like that idea because <laughs> of all the monies. But, Money. I mean, we'll, I guess we'll see. My name is Peter Parker. I'm pretty sure you know the rest. I saved the city, fell in love, then I saved the city again, and again, and again. Look, I'm a comic book, a serial, I did a Christmas album, and a so-so popsicle. But this isn't about me. Not anymore. Spider-Man swings in once a day, zip-zaps up in his little mask and answers to no one. I love you, Miles. Yeah, I know, Dad. You gotta say I love you back. Dad, are you serious? I wanna hear it. Look at this place. Dad, I love you. Dad. I love you. That's a copy. Ladies and gentlemen. My name is Miles Morales. I'm the one and only Spider-Man. At least that's what I thought. You ever hear of the Super Collider? You're gonna love this. Dimension opening now. You're like me. That's impossible. All right, kid, listen up. This fry is your universe. It's soggy, it's weird, it's gross. And this delicious normal fry is my universe. So you want to learn to be Spider-Man. Can you teach me? Yes, I can. Time to swing. Ah, Good, doing you're doing it. it. Double tap to yeah. release and whip it out again. Okay. Whip and release. You're a natural. Whip. Hey, guys. Who are you? I'm Gwen Stacy. I'm from another, another dimension. How many more spider people are there? Hey, fellas. Hello. This could literally not get any weirder. It can get weirder. Okay. We need to get back to our universes soon. Brooklyn is going to collapse. My family lives in Brooklyn. Whoa, 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 whoa. Miles, what's wrong? This was never your city. It's mine. If I don't destroy the collider, none of us will have a home to go home to. Remember, what makes you different... Let's go! ...is what makes you Spider-Man. Officer, I love you. <laughs> Wait, what? That way, that way. Other way, other way, other way, other way. Do animals talk in this dimension? Because I don't want to freak them out. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is a 2018 American computer animated superhero film featuring the Marvel Comics character Miles Morales, Spider-Man. Teenager Miles Morales struggles to live up to the expectations of his father, police officer Jefferson Davis. Miles transfers to a boarding school, but later sneaks out and goes to his uncle Aaron Davis's house. When he takes Miles to an abandoned subway station to paint giant graffiti, Miles is bitten by a radioactive spider and gains spider-like abilities. Miles returns to the station to search for the spider and discovers a particle accelerator called the Super Collider built by Kingpin, who hopes to access parallel universes. Miles notices Spider-Man has arrived and is attempting to disable the collider while fighting Kingpin's enforcers, Green Goblin and Prowler. Spider-Man saves Miles and Green Goblin shoves Spider-Man into the collider, causing an explosion that nearly kills him. Wounded. Spider-Man gives Miles a USB drive that will disable the accelerator and warns that the machine could destroy the city if reactivated. 
Miles watches in horror as Kingpin kills Spider-Man before fleeing from Prowler. Miles tries out his newfound abilities in a Spider-Man costume, but damages the USB drive after falling off a building. At Spider-Man's grave, Miles meets Peter B. Parker, an older, worn-down version of Spider-Man from another dimension. Upon meeting Peter, Miles inadvertently discovers the power to emit a bioelectric venom blast to disable his victim. Peter reluctantly agrees to train Miles in exchange for help, stealing data to create a new drive. Inside Fisk's research facility, Miles discovers he also has the power to turn invisible. They are confronted by scientist Olivia Octavius, who takes DNA samples from Peter, revealing that he will die due to cellular decay if he stays in their dimension. Miles and Peter are rescued by Gwen Stacy, Spider-Woman, from another dimension. Meanwhile, Kingpin's motivations for creating the Collider are revealed to find an alternate version of his deceased wife and son who died in a car crash. The group find Peter's Aunt May Parker, who is sheltering more heroes from other dimensions. Spider-Man Noir, Spider-Ham, and Penny Parker were also deteriorating. Miles offers to disable the Collider so the others can return home, but the heroes tell him that he lacks experience. Miles retreats to Aaron's home, where he discovers that Aaron is the Prowler. He returns to May's house, where Penny has completed the drive. However, he's followed by Kingpin, Prowler, Octavius, Scorpion, and Tombstone, leading to a brawl. Miles flees, but is captured by Aaron and unmasks himself. Unwilling to kill Miles, Aaron is shot by Fisk. Miles flees with Aaron, but he dies of his injuries. Jefferson sees Miles mourning over Aaron and concludes that Spider-Man killed him. The heroes regroup with Miles in his dorm. Peter restrains Miles with his webs to ensure his safety before heading out with the heroes, choosing to sacrifice himself by staying behind and deactivating the collider. Miles masters his power and goes to Aunt May's, where he gains web shooters and repaints Peter's suit. He joins the heroes and helps them defeat Kingpin's enforcers before activating the USB drive and sending them home. Kingpin and Miles fight throughout the collider, attracting Jefferson's attention. As Miles is nearly killed, Jefferson realizes that Spider-Man is not the enemy and encourages him. Miles paralyzes Kingpin with his venom blast and throws him at the kill switch, destroying the collider. Kingpin and his enforcers are arrested and Jefferson recognizes Spider-Man as a hero. Miles embraces the responsibilities of his new life. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, a movie that was made. Mm-hmm. It was definitely a thing. Yep. So what did you think of this thing movie, Tom? Well, the first thing I noticed after I sat and rewatched it was, once again, I had to see Pascal Productions. <laughs> I didn't notice it the first time. Uh, but other than that, this movie was great. <laughs> Uh, I'm not laughing at like the movie being great. I'm laughing at P- Pascal just because it's Amy Pascal, and I love how she just like wants her name everywhere. <laughs> well, she is a trendsetter, though. That's what I hear. But yeah, no, th- I mean, like we saw this movie. I think a little while after it came out, um, well, I think the theater was like empty, wasn't it? But that's because we saw it like in the middle. Yeah, we of the saw. Day. <laughs> yeah, we saw it after the fact. Yeah, it was like after um, because. <laughs> Remember, it was around that time where all the movies were being released in mm, December. That's right. It was like... The big hitters, like yeah, Aquaman. Like this, Aquaman, uh, Mary Poppins, oh, that's uh, Bumblebee. Right. 
And so um, it kind of just fell. In, and we know that Aquaman made a shit ton of money. Yeah. So it kind of just fell into like, a, oh, yeah, people said it's pretty good. Type yeah. of, and especially after Venom came out, which was that, uh, that's true. What two months prior to or something like I that? Think so, three, so three months. It it came at a really weird time. Yeah, I remember thinking to myself that it should have came out a little earlier mm, or a little later. Should've. Yeah, but I made it in time for to be nominated for best animated feature and win. It's true. It top Disney. Like that's to me, anytime a movie can be nominated for best animated feature and top and, and win, that's not a Disney movie. I've always feel like, yeah, see you, you did something there because it's like, I like Disney and I love Disney movies, but like, it's not, they, they can't, the greatest. yeah, they can't always dominate a, a category like that. I feel like, especially that, like this is getting way off topic, but like, when um, what was the feelings one, Inside Out? That movie was just kind of like okay, and like another movie was nominated. I was like, that one. Now you're just giving them awards. But anyways, this movie was so good because like we got to finally see like a, a different Spider-Man. We got a different story, and y- yes, it, in the mix of it, we we saw like a, the old Spider-Man. But I think it helped to kind of get like people to be like. Oh yeah, this is like this is this is a different Spider-Man. We can watch different Spider-Man. They don't all have to be white, and maybe they can be women. I think the the thing that it worked, well, the reason why it worked was because it was animated. Yeah. Like I remember the whole time hearing about this movie and just not giving a shit. Yeah, like no matter what was said, I didn't give a shit like it just it didn't really click for me especially because it was like so it's an animated film and marvel's not doing it it's sony it's like uh i'm okay <laughs> literally up until the movie came out i was like oh it kind of looks it looks interesting yeah and then we and then i saw it well i, I saw it and yeah i was like that movie was fucking awesome yeah it was exactly it was Probably the best, like, comic book movie. You know mm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Best comic book adaptation. Yeah. Because you can actually... Because it, like it felt like you were watching a comic book. Yeah. That's... Oh, that, that's what I loved about, like, the style, too. Like, you... Yeah, you really got that feeling of, like, you're watching a comic book. But the best part about it is it didn't feel like... Like, I don't know. It, it just... It felt... It felt like the characters were really there. It felt like the story really mattered. You know what I mean? It didn't yeah. feel like silly. It didn't feel like uh, like a kids movie would normally be. Like a like a Teen Titans Go. A Teen Titans Go is meant to be yeah. exactly what Teen Titans Go is. But this isn't. I mean, like it's hard to even say that this is a kids movie because I just feel like no, it's just a it's a movie that is is uh, animated. And, you know, things in there that, you know, maybe kids would like. Maybe. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it yeah. didn't feel childish. Yeah. I like when um, animated movies, they don't have to, like, pull their punches to be like, oh, well, it's it's an ad, it's a cartoon. It's an animated film. That means that kids are, are going to be watching it. It's like, no, because don't you understand? Like, kids can handle certain, like, there, there are certain things that kids can handle that I feel like 
a lot of people always say, oh, well, no, you can't do this, you can't do that. And it's like, no, you can. If you don't show them this, like, for, like, inclusion and, and that anyone could be a superhero, then they're going to keep growing up thinking, like, oh, no, only white men can be superheroes. But, like, yeah, that, like, it can actually have, a like, real themes in it rather than, like, just having to be dumb and, like, oh, yeah, like, oh, it's just, like, happy-go-lucky. But it's like, no, like there's actually like a tragedy in the story where it's like he had to learn like a lesson about like life. What I thought too was like, even when it did get silly with Spider-Ham, like it, it, it was still like pretty, like it was still good. Like I just like at the end when he's like, when they're all like telling him like, Oh, well, you know, like goodbye. And this and that he's all here, take this hammer. It'll fit in your pocket. <laughs> Which, that the reason why that the stuff worked is because it had something crazy like these parallel dimensions and you know oh like there's infinite spider-mans and all this stuff mm. and and <clears throat> pulling that off in a cartoon yeah like you would you would imagine you know kind of whatever but i think that it, like what they did really well was treat this like a real movie. Yeah. They didn't just say, you're like, hey, this is a cartoon movie, so let's make it silly and let's do this trope and, oh, we got to do this. Yeah. Yeah, they did have some of that kind of, you know, weirdness with, you know, Spider-Ham and, and Penny and stuff like that. But yeah. it it all worked. Like, it just, it all worked because the story still felt like, like a real Spider-Man story. Yeah, and they, and they didn't they didn't do that thing where like, oh well, we figured out how um, Gwen Stacy Spider Woman could stay here, and like now they're like boyfriend and girl. You know what I mean? Like I feel like some other like cartoon would have like figured that out so that they could stay together. Right. It's like no, she has to. She literally has to get back, or she's gonna die. And obviously, the movie worked uh, really well because of the casting. Everyone in it was so good. Yeah. It's one of those things where uh, when you saw Tom Holland playing Spider-Man, it's like, yeah, this is this this is perfect. When I watch this movie, it's like, yeah, of course Haley Steinfeld is, is Gwen Stacy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, like, of course this is, of course this is exactly what this, what this story is going to be. Uh, like, I don't know. It just, once you watch it, it's so intriguing. It pulls you in yeah. and you're ready for the whole movie. Yeah, and it's, like, um, just hearing, like, Jake Johnson as, like, this kind of, like, worn-out Spider-Man. Like, he, that's exactly how he always sounds. Yeah. And then, but I love how they got, like, Chris Pine to play, like, the Spider-Man, like, that is in his universe. So it's, like, oh, yeah, of course it would be Chris Pine <laughs> as, like, Spider-Man. Like, the best, perfect, oh, do, ever, do all the good <laughs> Spider-Man. Yeah, and then, like, um... That they got, um, it was crazy too. Like, Brian Tyree Henry was like, at first, he was like, he said that he was, he felt too young to play like the dad, um, Jefferson Davis, because he's like, he's like, he was like 35. I mean, but then, like, that he learned, he agreed to the role after learning that Miles, uh, was gonna be the only black Latino, like, Spider Man. So he's like, of course, I'm gonna do it. Uh, I think that it obviously was a win because. It just it wasn't a it wasn't a Spider-Man story about like the first uh, Spider-Man of color and then written by a bunch of white guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I think that actually helped out with the story feeling authentic 
and real and like <coughs> I don't know, not corny. Yeah, that that too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, the movie is just it looks so good. Like you can tell that they. They yeah they they just took their time with like the art style and everything too like to me and I feel like I like that they were like hey what if we just go a little bit crazy with it too like what are all the styles of comic books that have ever come out let's just kind of mishmash that together but like and you would think that would be like a dumb idea but it comes yeah. out like looking pretty good especially because I like the way that they at first it kind of bugged me but then as the movie goes on the way that they they. They simulated um, depth of field to like blur out like the background. At first, kind of was like it was like a little bit. It looked kind of like um, when you watch 3D, but without the glasses, because it kind of had like a oh, little yeah, red yeah, red yeah, to yeah. it. But then after a while, it's like no, you know what? This looks because it looks like you said more like a comic book than, yeah. than anything. Which I think why everything worked. Like this movie, just it was a movie of like. How can we put everything in a movie and then make it like good? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what this was. I this was the same amount of fun I had watching uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. or like a, a Thor yeah. Ragnarok. Yeah, where you're, you're laughing mm-hmm. but you're still entertained and you're, you're, the story's intriguing and you're you're just so captivated and 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 you're enthralled in what's going on that at the end of it you're like. Fuck yeah! I can't wait to see what they do. Oh, I wonder what. Oh, what's gonna happen? Are they are they ever gonna meet up again? I wonder yeah. what other Spider Man's gonna come. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I think the movie really had going for it was the fact that it just felt like a great movie, not a good comic book movie or mm. a good cartoon. It just felt like a great movie to watch. Into the Spider Verse was phenomenal. Yeah. One of the best, if not like the best Spider Man movie ever made and i wish sony would stop focusing so much on live action uh you know spider verse stuff and just focus on like hey look at we did this we did this animated thing and it actually won award and people really love it let's keep going let's do another one yeah i would have thought they would have greenlit the second one like as soon as like i could have sworn they they said that they were gonna do one but i as when and with who and you know what? What's going on? I heard. I, I haven't heard anything. I don't know, but I f- I feel like they're wasting their time. Like not not wasting their time on like doing like Spider Man stuff, but just wasting the time on like because I feel like there's a, a certain point. I mean, it is a, a big enough film and it is good enough that like people can wait for a sequel. But I think you you should probably get it out quicker than like oh yeah we'll eventually get to it. It's like no, you should probably. Not wait. You better not James Cameron it where you wait what 15, 20 years later and you're like, well, everyone loves That's Avatar. How you build anticipation. Well, everyone loves Avatar, right? It's a whole franchise by itself by being a one film apart. Every single thing about this movie works so well. Yeah. The soundtrack, the yeah. the actors, the uh, the art style, it's it's the story, like just the comedy is balanced really well too in it. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> it was like Spider Man's <laughs> Spider Man's carrying a dead body. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez! Everything, yeah, everything about it, it's it's great. It's like I said, probably one of the best comic book movies ever. So 
If you haven't watched it, please go watch it. Yeah. It's so good, so fun, so entertaining. It's it's insane. Um but yeah, it gives two thumbs up. Go watch back super hard. Yeah. Ride for Miles Morales. Yeah. I wanted to touch on something that's been at first was just like a little thing. I don't like just a little dumb little controversy that no one really needed to talk about, right? Then it started snowballing into like a bigger thing. So Saturday Night Live was go released three comedians that were going to come on to their uh, show. And one of them, his name was Shane Gillis. Yeah. Mr. White McWhiterson? Yes. Um, and so I guess um, people were like, oh, okay, you know, white guy, oh, it was a white girl, and then another white guy? No, Asian, Asian guy. That's right. So they're Gay like... Gay and Asian. Inclusion. See? And, God, Inclusion. they're so progressive. But anyways... Yeah, I mean, it's... <laughs> Take them forever, but they're doing it. <laughs> um, but then I guess the controversy started when, like, someone was like, "Oh, like, look at his podcast and how he makes fun of like Asian people," which is like, "Oh yeah, that's pretty bad." <laughs> like the things that he says, and it's like, so it just kind of started with that, right? Which I feel like that's yeah, that is pretty bad. You could kind of just go. I, like what normal people do, they go on Twitter and they just say, oh, yeah, you know, I'm sorry for what I said, right? But then people started getting a little bit more outraged about it because they're like, well, why doesn't SNL do something about it? Like, they're just protecting him and this and that. And then more recently, Saturday Night Live said that they just straight up have let him go. And so then, see, this is where I feel like it started, like, snowballing even more. Because then, like, a bunch of comedians were like, oh, man, this is ridiculous. Like, why would Saturday Night Live do this and this and that? And other people, like, uh, Sandra O. Oh, she was like, good, like, I'm glad that, like, Saturday Night Live did this because it's like, this is someone who's making fun of, like, Asian people. And then we, something we learned more recently was that Saturday Night Live sought him out because they wanted to, appeal more to like conservatives on Saturday night live. And it's like, I don't even know where to like begin like with like who, like obviously I just got Ben Shapiro. I know. <laughs> right. <It's> just... <laughs> but anyways, um, like it's, it's just, it's, it's like the cycle of, we kind of get upset about things and then like, we kind of forget about it. And then, but then, like, some things get overblown. But it's like, at this point, like, who, who do you even like? Because, like, at some point, you want to say, like, yeah, like, comedy, you should be able to, like, isn't that the whole point is to, like, push the boundaries and stuff, right? Like, yeah. but, but here, here's the thing there's a difference between pushing the boundaries of comedies and saying racist things and then saying it's comedy. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I saw his shit. I, I I watched the clips. I was like, oh, well, what? Because I get it. I could get it sometimes. No, that fucker was literally just saying like, "Fucking can't understand me." Like, where was it? Where was the joke? Where was the joke in him saying how much he hates that these Asian people can't understand him when he's clearly like showing exactly what 
blah, blah, you know, like, oh, this and that. And it's like the the little jokes here and there, it's 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 one of those things where if you imagine like someone legit making fun of someone with autism, right? And they're like legit making fun of someone with autism. You mean like Donald Trump? And then <laughs> and then saying like, no, see, you, you didn't get it. It's a joke. And it's like, where's the joke? You're, there's no joke in there. You're just making fun of someone with autism. Yeah. Because you find that funny because you don't care about people with autism. You don't give a shit about knowing what autism is. And, you know, I get it because you're sheltered and no one you know is, you know, bothered like that. And if they are, it's, oh, that's a, God's going to take care of it. <laughs> so in your, in your head, making fun of this person with autism is totally fine. Yeah. That's that's fine for you but what we're saying is that's not fucking right and that's not a joke it's a joke to you because it's funny to you but there's no joke there and that's exactly what i got from all of this shit and so and, and it's even funnier because there's one comedian who was like saying all this shit about how like snl is not funny and that oh only talent talentless hacks go there and oh like he was like actually a legit comedian and blah 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 and all of this shit right mm-hmm. and then i'm like who the fuck is this guy and then i look up his shit and i was like oh it's this guy it's a guy that i've seen before do stand up and i did not think was funny either <laughs> so I, I even laughed harder because i'm like because uh someone was like saying like oh well even you know like really respect respected comedians you know, we're saying this stuff, and it was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he popped up, and I'm like, who? And I'm like, oh, this guy who's like not funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's the. I think people are so easily to look at this and say, cancel culture, cancel yeah. culture, cancel culture. But there's a fucking reason why some of this shit pops up is because cancel culture is actually trying to go towards yeah. the negativity in the culture. Yeah. So cuz it's not all it's not like I we I mean we've kind of talked about this before, but it's not all these um non-binary feminists who are like, "Oh, I'm so offended." blah blah blah, canceled. No, it's legit people doing really fucked up shitty things yeah. and people saying, "You know what? Fuck them. Fuck anyone yeah. supports them." And fuck you if you think that that's not okay. Yeah. And then people say like, oh, this is a poor cancel culture. It's like, yeah. no, we're not going to fucking stand for this shit anymore. It's like, I, th- I feel like a lot of people bring up the, like the whole, like, look at James Gunn though. And it's like, yeah, but see, he did, he said these things how many years ago, like years ago. Right. And he, he even apologized, he like apologized then. He apologized, oh, I don't know about them, but. Later. Later he apologized. And even more recently, like, you know what I mean? Like, he's made amends for it. He said, you know, like, that was just me being dumb back then. You know, I've grown since then. But, like, this was more recent. Yeah. This was literally, this was like, a couple not, months ago. Yeah. This was not, like, oh, this is what I did when I was a teen. No, this is, like, you did this just, like, a few months ago. And the, like, and the best part, the best part about it is when people are trying to make up, like, well, you don't know. Like, you have to listen to the whole thing and blah, blah, blah. But I love it because I was like, no. Because he was in his comfort zone. He was doing his podcast with his friends, mm. these people that he knows he can trust. So the truth came out. Yeah. Like like, like us. Like, if, if people were like, well, 
no, you only do this, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, because it's so easy to just talk to you and say things because I can trust what you I can trust saying stuff to you and we could go back and forth mm. and it's easy. That's exactly what this was. Yeah. It's, it, it wasn't him on some CNN thing trying to, trying to make a statement. It wasn't yeah. him like saying like, well, blah, 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 like this, you know, it was just him with his friend and they were relaxed like doing a podcast like they always do like because we're comedians this is what we do podcasts and they say this shit and someone's like yo you can't say that that's fucked up dude like you can't say that shit yeah but see i know an asian guy he's my friend <laughs> that's exactly what <laughs> no and and actually this comes at a good time because as you know i like music mm-hmm. i'm a music connoisseur, as they would say and um, I I love and support uh, this guy slash company called Hey Five Six. He's someone who goes out. He films all these shows. He puts all his time and effort. He's super smart, amazing. Check him out. Hey Five Six. Uh, you know YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. You know Venmo, not Venmo. Um, <laughs> Vimeo. Yeah, just uh, send him a bunch of cash. Yeah, because he does all. <laughs> Legit, he does all of this shit out of his own pocket. He mm. barely started a Patreon like a year ago. Okay. He's amazing. All well, right. he's in Japan right now. Japan. He's in Japan right now with a band called Jesus Peace. And um, this is the second time him being there with them. And yeah. And so he films an interaction of this guy who the singer of Jesus Peace is black. Yeah. The guy was passing... The or he, they were passing the guy, uh, just a random white guy in Japan, and he was like something something boy, and then one of the other guys who was with the band, um, I think he just touring with them like merch guy, but he went up to him, he checked him, and he was like, "You don't be saying that shit, blah blah blah. That's mad disrespectful. Can't be saying that fucking shit." And the guy's like, "Oh, oh no, man, I'm sorry. Like, no, 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 I was just saying like." Like that, like I was about, you know, like he was all this shit, right? And you could see this confrontation. He's calling him out on exactly what he fucking did mm. and all this stuff. The craziest part was there was people on the internet saying like, wow, this guy who's like twice the size of him goes and he checks him for blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh my God, you are looking at the wrong thing. Like, well, and then you are literally saying like, this guy is bigger than this guy, so of course he's going to say this, or he's going to be scared. And it's like, it's not him being scared. It's that he, he's being confronted with yeah. the shit that he just said. Yeah. And then now he's trying to, oh, well, shit, well, are you saying that my words have actions? Oh, no, I don't know what to well, do. Oh, yeah, now this guy's going to beat the shit out of me. Yeah. And it's like... And then people are upset that the guy could possibly beat the shit and, out of him. And it just, it just, like, it, it just boggles my mind that it's like, yeah, people, why, like... Why is that why what is you're that, focusing yeah, on? Yeah, why is that where you get upset? Like, why aren't you getting upset that this, this even is a, this 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 white man in another country that is not his country, or maybe he is Japanese, like he's from Japan, who knows? But whatever, you know what I mean? Even in another country, like, he he feels the need to, that he can just say these things, right? But, but, like, this is exactly the situation, is that people are saying, like, oh, Stupid can or cancel culture and blah blah blah. And it's like 
You're not saying anything about what he fucking said. You are not saying that he's a piece of shit for saying what he's saying, for believing what he's saying, and for him having any conversation like this. What you're saying is that he's funny, and so comedians say some stuff sometimes. You're not saying... And that's what pisses me off. That's why, like, these comedians saying this shit, it's like, fuck you, because you're not even talking about why. You're talking about... Well, cancel culture this. Well, he's a comedian. Yeah, because And they, it's like, but see, like, the, the the Dave Chappelle thing with his last special saying some of the shit you say, you can say that, like, no matter whether you like it or not, like, you could say that was for the comedy. Yeah. He's literally saying it in a fucking comedy special. Yeah. This is literally having a conversation. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's a comedy podcast, if it was, I don't even know what kind of podcast it is, but whatever know. it is. He's literally having a conversation with his friends and he's talking and he's saying out loud, I fucking hate that these damn Chinese people can't understand me. And I'm literally like pointing to them like, duh, like fucking, why can't you fucking understand? And where's, where's the joke? (laughs) Okay. Well, where's the joke? No, see, because he said, and then comedy. That's exactly what these other comedians (laughs) are saying. And that's that's the whole thing where this kind of irritates me. And I can't be talking about it super long, but th- th- that's just it. It's like no one's those. Some of those people aren't even talking about what he said. They're just talking about that. Well, cancel culture is too strong, and that look at what it's doing. And this guy's funny. And that's what comedians do. Do you think we also need to look at SNL too? Because they were trying to hire him just because they wanted to reach out to a segment of the population that they don't normally get, obviously, because they're they're more they're seen more as like um, more of a, a liberal <laughs> and left leaning show, especially more with like Donald Trump, like like especially this past season with each cold opening. More than likely had something to do with Donald Trump, where it's like, oh well, we can't lose these conservatives. It's like, yeah, you can. Like, why yeah. not? Well, first like, of who all, who cares? Why do you need to cater to these? Yeah, people? Yeah, first of all, them trying to do something like that isn't horrible because, like, like you said, like there's people who I feel like can easily be uh, down the middle, more conservative, yeah. and it would work. But. um the, it's just it's just this guy. That's all it is. It's just that guy who fucked up. And people want to say it's this big old thing and stuff like that. Um, and I'm not saying SNL is perfect. Like, obviously, they're, they're not. No. <laughs> like, they, uh, you know, they didn't have, they were always criticizing, like, you only have, like, one person of color every season. Well, and then, like, the next season, they're like, we have two black guys and two black girls Whoa. it's like okay but like there's no other people of color shit um there's a we have a mexican she's mexican right I'm like it's close enough oh <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. by no means are they perfect but it's just the it's the situation that is irritating it's the fact that this stuff happened and the fact that uh Instead of, like, if it really was for the comedy, then why did you delete the videos? Yeah. Why did you try to backtrack and say, oh, it's just, like, oh, I never meant to offend anybody. Then why did you delete the videos? Yeah. Like, people are going to say what they want to... Isn't that what comedy is, right? Like, I don't see yeah, Chappelle, I don't see Dave Chappelle saying, like, hey, you know what? How about you just take my special off? 
because it no, is kind yeah, of and he, causing and, a, and he yeah. and he call and he tells those people too. He's like, no, I said what I said. Yeah, it's like that's what he see. Would you respect it a little bit more if he was like, no, I know what I said. Like, yeah, because then I would I would honestly say like, well, in his mind that that is like for some reason he thought that that was comedy. That that this is their yeah. this is their comedy, and that then that's honestly that makes more sense because it's just like racist. A yeah. lot of racists sometimes don't feel like they're racist because, well, no, I just grew up because I grew up like everyone not in my family yeah. not liking black. My, my dad named that dog the N word, so <laughs> I should be able to use that as my password. Yeah, and that's just them being oblivious. And so if he really felt that way and he left that stuff up, like, no, you're talking about like. Look at the whole con- like. Look at the whole podcast. When is it all like? That's not racist. This is jokes. I would honestly like. I'd be like, yeah, okay, you know, this is maybe uh, like just him not understanding. Yeah. But he knew what he fucking said. Yeah. He knew what he meant. Yeah. And everyone fucking knew what he meant. Yeah. And these comedians that are trying to back him, they know what he meant. And and it's even funnier because all these comedians that are coming for or backing him, they're all fucking old white people. Yeah, it's because I think they're afraid that. If they say anything nowadays, they think like, oh, somebody's going to come for me for it. It's like, no. How about maybe you don't say anything that's like racist or well, anything? And it's like- one of those, well, it's one of those things, too, where it's like, well, they're afraid and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, then how come they don't change? Yeah. It'd be different if it was like, who was one of them? Like David Spade was out here like he was talking about like, oh, inclusion. And he was trying to work with more like. LBGT, you know, people mm. and, you know, he was donating to like trans organizations. Oh. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. If, if he was, if he was just doing this stuff because he was like, oh, hey, the world's not what it was 25 years ago. Oh, you know, maybe I should change, you know, who I am. But then they don't because they're just who they are. And then people will look up and like, oh, you, you've been saying this shit forever. And they're like, Oh wow, wow, digging stuff up and it's like, no, cancel culture is a real thing. I do understand where these people are coming from, but there's a difference between trying to change and be different, be a better person, and just saying like, Well that stuff from twenty years ago and it's like, Okay, but you're the same person. Yeah. So what's different? You didn't change. You didn't try and make yourself better now. Yeah. And that's where I think where they get that kind of that scared or that like worried, um, like a, like a worried thought of like, well, anyone could get canceled. It's like, no, just the people are fucking shitty people. Yeah, maybe stop being shitty. Yeah, like I don't know what you want to like. I don't know what you want that you can't just expect people to sit here and be okay with all this dumb shit. And then you're like, well, oh, this is blah blah blah. And it's like, okay, yeah, maybe that Seinfeld episode from 1996 didn't really. Uh, age well but it's not like it'd be different if uh like if curb like he was doing the same thing yeah 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 if um what's his name what's his name again larry Uh, david yeah if larry david was like trying to write the same thing the same thing and like no 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 but like see it's still funny and you know it wasn't some some meta thing it was like legit him thinking that that was still funny then you could say like that's dumb that's fucked up why would you do that yeah that's where I think it really it really comes down to is that that a lot of these people really don't want to take uh, responsibility for like their past interactions, mm. which can be fine because you know people can change. Yeah. But the thing is, is they're not changing. They're not. Yeah, that's, 
they're all, just they're literally just rolling with the times. That's all you have to do is you just got to give context. You got to be like, look at yeah, I said these things back then, but yeah, look, oh my, but, but you got to remember like my super racist skit from nineteen ninety four. Yeah, yeah, but well, just remember like back then, like that wasn't racist. Yeah, back <laughs> then people didn't. Back then, like we didn't have these coalitions of of you know like uh, Asian Americans yeah. against like you know uh, whitewashing, or we didn't have. You know, um, Black Lives Matter, like, you and know, I feel protesting like this. That just even gets to the heart of, like, white privilege. Because it's like, that's really what it is. It's like, yeah. well, how come I have to, like, how come I have to change for these people? It's like, because they're people. You just said it. Like, they're people. Like, they don't want to be made fun of. Like, do you want to be made fun of? It's like, well, they get to make fun of me. It's like, yeah, because you've been, you've been at the top for so long. Like you never, you never um, punch down. You always punch yeah. up. That's the that's what it is in comedy. And that and like before we end it, like that's one thing I just want to say too, is that people say that that shit is 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 gone. That type of comedy is gone. It's not. No. It's just it's now being performed by those people of color, by those gay people, by these you know trans people. I, you know they're the ones who now have the right to say those jokes out loud and it actually be funny. Because I'm not seeing some fucking thirty five year old white guy tell me how this is gay and this is funny because of black person. Now I actually have this young gay black person doing the fucking yeah. joke. And, and it's, it's funny, funny because that's his life. <laughs> yeah. And so that's what really pisses me off because it just means like you never cared. You never cared no. about that. You just cared that it was it was literally pitting these people down. It was making a joke of these people, not laughing with these people, you know? Exactly. Um, and and like that's just one thing that like always bothered me. And this whole situation is just there's so much you're right. It is a. It was a small thing that really leads to the bigger problem, but that bigger problem just seems to be bigger and bigger and bigger, and no one seems to. Everyone seems to pick a side. No one seems to like want to. Hey, Talk let's about just the get real. to get. Yeah, let's let's actually get together and say this is the real thing because someone's like, no, this is why because of everyone just wants yeah. to cancel instead of yeah instead of talking about what the real issue is you're. You're throwing the the blame onto something else and saying and comparing it and saying it. See, this is this is what you guys are doing. You're making it all the same. But with that, we'll <laughs> we'll end it because this is Can, way longer. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. This is a podcast conversation, not a segment conversation. Oh, because, I see what you mean. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 because there's so much to talk about. Oh yeah. But yeah, we'll say thank you for listening as always. Thank you. If you want to give us a like on our Instagram yes. or Twitter or follow, I guess, really. Ooh, um, yeah. And likes. That's that's fine, too. It's uh, INTB underscore podcast, and that's both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can email us directly at intbpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. And you can uh, follow us on your favorite streaming service to make sure you always get the... Uh, newest episode in mm -hmm. because Whenever it we comes are out. shit at posting <laughs> but we'll get better one we're, day we're trying to get better i mean one day <laughs> we'll get better um yeah you know just let us know like um what did you think of little miss sunshine or spider-man into the spider-verse 
Do you hate cancel culture? Do Are you, you a part of cancel culture? Yeah, you know, just let us know. You know, you can always tweet at us. You can shoot us an email saying, hey, we hate you guys because you guys are Ta- so... Tag us in your posts. Yeah, you guys are too liberal and you're too progressive. And, like, you guys just want to come and take my gun from my hand. Yeah, I'll take your gun so I can keep it. Because <laughs> in Arizona, we can do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Wait, you, that means that brown people like you can do that? <laughs> yeah, we have um, things called rights. Oh, we need to fix that. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, with all that nonsense behind us, as always, remember. It's not that bad. It's not that bad.